0: Every day with Herman Kane 11.06 a.m. every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB.
1: We are America.
0: America. We are the greatest nation in the world.
1: A breath of fresh air.
0: Common sense. Very impressive. He's articulate and he knows exactly what we need. Herman Kane. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Kane. Thank you for joining us because you know we're going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the facts because we want you to be informed and inspired breaking news breaking news every day with Herman Kane and the most connected man in Washington Jamie Dupree Hello Jamie how are you today All right Herman how you doing today buddy I'm doing fine so the house is going to go after that plan to repeal Obamacare
1: yeah, they're going to have another vote today on uh, another bill that would repeal the uh, Obama health law, just tear the whole thing out, and restore us to where we were before that law was approved. What well, I guess it's almost five years ago. It'll be March yeah. of uh, 2015, so March of 2010, was when it uh, finally was signed into law. The interesting thing about today's legislation is that there is also some instructions in there to, the, uh, to four different committees in the House of Representatives. Let me get it up here on my screen so I can read it uh, uh, properly. It tells them to go ahead and start working out a bill to replace the health law, the Committee on Education and Workforce, the Committee on Energy and Commerce, the Ways and Means Committee, the Judiciary Committee, all of which have pieces of that health care pie, that they would be tasked with coming up uh, with provisions to replace it. Because, you know, when you think about it, Herman, even back in 2009, when we were having this debate, the Republicans never coalesced around one plan. There was never a... I mean, There were Republican sort of quote-unquote alternatives, but they were never anything that had everybody on the Republican Party behind them. It was mainly, and I'm not being critical here, I'm just saying, it was mainly the GOP doesn't like that part of the Obama plan or this part. It was never, this is the Republican alternative. And even last year, the Speaker had talked about, well, we'll have a vote, and a lot of us knew they weren't going to have it. And because, as we've discussed many times, there are a lot of ideas out there, but the Republican Party has never unified behind one of them. We'll see if they can do it in 2015.
0: Well, in 2009, Representative Price's bill, he tried to get it through committee and introduce it, but Nancy Pelosi wouldn't let it come sure. out.
1: And that was the situation yeah. that the Republicans faced back then. But even when I think in the House they might have had the chance to offer their own plan as an alternative, they didn't really, if I remember correctly, they didn't have anything that was supported by the vast number of Republicans. And, you know, they've been in charge now the last uh, uh, since uh, January of 2011, the last four years and while the republicans have brought a lot of uh, plans to the floor to repeal parts or all of the health law there hasn't been anything that's been brought forward to replace it with something different
0: on this immigration issue how do you how do you issue 5.5 million green cards
1: um <laughs> I, who, who does that? Well, I would assume that, the, and, and you're talking about this uh, story that yeah. uh, started bubbling up yesterday, and I assume that there's going to be questions about uh, that and whether, uh, whether the, some of these facts and figures are sort of being conflated or, or where they're coming from. But any any green cards or anything like that would be, uh, would be issued and work permits by the the, uh, the USCIS, the Immigration Services Department, within the Department of Homeland Security, which, of course, the big effort by Republicans to try to get at that group and not allow them to implement the executive actions of the president. The uh, the Senate will take a vote on that today, or they will try to bring that bill up, but it looks like Democrats will filibuster it, is what we're hearing, and that they won't even let Republicans bring that bill to the floor that would roll back the president's executive actions, and then we'll have to see where we go from there. I mean, uh, with the Department of Homeland Security running out of money at the end of the month, They've got to come up with some plan. I thought what was really interesting today, I keep hearing this from listeners. Why won't the House of Representatives, why won't Speaker Boehner act and do something against the president's executive actions? And I keep telling people the House already did. They already approved a bill that rolls back and and prevents any money from going to those. Uh, And Speaker Boehner was a little annoyed today at his news conference that a number of questions kept being thrown at him about, well, what are you going to do about this? And he said, the House already passed something. Now it's up to the Senate. And he specifically called out Senator Ted Cruz and Senator Jeff Sessions and said now it's time for Senator Cruz and Senator Sessions and Senate Democrats who've complained about the president's actions to move forward and do something about it. But at this point in time, it doesn't look like Republicans are going to be able to get a bill to the floor, let alone get a bill passed, let alone get a bill down to the president for a veto, because Democrats are going to filibuster.
0: Well, what can Cruz and uh, others do in order to try to push it? Really nothing, right?
1: Well, I don't think anything. If the Democrats are going to stay united, then uh, it doesn't matter how hard that any Republican pushes in the Senate, whether it's Senator McConnell or whether it's uh, the rank and file, Senator Cruz and others, there's only so much you can do. You know, I, I mean, the ultimate answer here, Herman, is pretty simple. The ultimate answer is not anything that Congress can do. It's that the Republicans need to win the White House in 2016. Uh, that's the bottom line, because
0: until you change the administration and you change the White House, we know we're going to run up again. But I still think that it is helpful for the House to pass its version and then, even if it goes to Senate and nothing happens, it puts a stake in the ground. Well, and is, that's, what, yeah. that's
1: why I'm surprised that I keep seeing people say to me on social media, demanding to know, well, what's the Speaker going to do? And again, I don't need to do his PR. I'm just telling you, they've already approved something right. over in the House. Right. Right. So, if you want to complain, well, they need to, uh, you know, I, I saw there was one, uh, Congressman Duncan from South Carolina today was on Twitter this morning saying, Speaker Boehner needs to fight tooth and nail like he said. Well... I think the House could probably pass one bill a day for the rest of the month to block the President, but if you can't get through that, get that through the Senate, if you can't even get it to the Senate floor, and you can't even get it to the President, and you can't even get it to a veto, you know, I, I don't know what else that you're supposed to do other than win the White House and be able to change it yourself. Well,
0: unfortunately, you have a lot of people who think that the House can do more than it can do. It can't, especially since it would have to go through the Senate. Now, on the same token about putting a stake in the ground, uh, the House can come up with a simple majority vote to repeal Obamacare. Yes. That's putting a stake in the ground. And it,
1: then later this week, we're, yeah. uh, we're told probably the Senate will try to bring a similar bill on the floor, right. and the Democrats will filibuster that. Now, my my thought
0: is, by them putting something, putting a stake in the ground on immigration, which they've already done, put a stake in the ground on the Obamacare law, uh, but with a with replacement bill, all of the GOP hopefuls out there As soon as one of them says, well, they want to change it or they don't like it, they are doing just what they've done in the past. Grab it, adopt it, and make it your own and say you're going to support the darn thing.
1: Yeah, well, it'd be nice to think at this point in time, after this many years of trying to repeal, that the Republicans would rally behind one plan. But I think they're just of many different minds on what to do on the health They law. need
0: to rally behind one plan. And I think if the American people start making some noise about it, maybe they will. They're shooting themselves in the foot as long as they keep going back and forth on, well, we're not sure which plan we want to use.
1: Well, they've, uh, you know, they, they set the agenda in both the House and Senate. If they want to bring up a bill this year, that uh, not only repeals the Obama health law, but then replaces it, not just going back to the status quo ante, but replaces it, they certainly have the ability to do that. They're running the show in both chambers. They They might not be able to get it passed in the Senate with the Democratic filibuster, but they have the chance to bring it up.
0: Well, going back to your point, they need to put some stakes in the ground leading up to 2016. Sure. And I think that that would be very helpful.
1: Well, I think, you know, let's face it the longer that you just focus most likely herman on votes to repeal but not to replace yeah the the more entrenched the law gets overall
0: yeah i agree with Replace that way
1: you've got an alternative out there, what's happening with the uh, Senate Veterans Committee yeah the Senate Veterans Committee it's interesting Senator Johnny Isaacson of Georgia who's the new chairman of the VA committee has decided that oh really okay. yeah instead of just holding hearings where you you know you drag up a VA official and you knock them up and down and, and, and back and forth across the committee room that they would go down to the VA so they're at the VA right now, I think uh, sort of holding a hearing there watching things up close in the administrator's office at the headquarters and trying to, I think, remind people more than anything else at the VA, hey, Congress is watching. You know, I I think there's a lot of lawmakers in both parties who believe that they're going to have to really keep on the case of VA officials because if they don't, then giant reforms that everybody envisioned might not actually occur. And, you know, there's, there's a lesson in this, I think, for all of the Congress, and really it's a big problem for the Congress because the executive branch is so large compared to the oversight that the Congress can provide that you've got to keep on these people, and if you forget about them, they can hide behind that office divider down Independence Avenue or down Constitution Avenue here, and after a few months, they can peek up over the top and they can look and see, oh, Congress, <laughs> Congress isn't watching me anymore, so I'll go back to doing it normal. Well, you that's know, what the IRS is doing. They think that they are not watching. Hey, I think there's, there's not enough people in the Congress... Staffers, etc., to keep an eye on everything going on in the executive branch. That's why you've seen in recent years so much work, in a sense, delegated by the Congress to the inspectors general at every department, in the hopes that they can at least keep some tabs on what's going on. Because uh, it would be, I guess, I, I'd sort of compare it to if you uh, had 21 kids in your family. You know, there's there's only so much direct oversight you can do on a group like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, And and that's sort of the way I look at it, The Congress has this huge responsibility for oversight, and you're only going to be able to do it really, uh, really well in a couple of cases. Most of it is going to be sort of drive-by stuff. It
0: reminds me of a story that I heard recently, how a couple, in order to really keep an eye on their daughter, they moved into the same dorm room with her. (laughs) Say, won't be any hanky-panky going That's on. That's a little much. Yeah, yeah I the get the what's up there, yes. Now, yes. how many people are usually on How many people are on a committee like the Veterans Committee, generally?
1: Uh, probably about, uh, let's see, one of those committees might have uh, 18 members or so. Okay.
0: And uh, they probably have a lavish conference room over at the VA somewhere where they could actually meet.
1: I would think there might be some room where they could <laughs> set up. Yes, you're exactly Now, if they're correct. going
0: to the VA, that means that McDonald, the new VA chief, is probably going to be there, right?
1: Uh, he should be, yes. You're exactly yeah. right. Okay. Uh, you said they have a the hearing on airport security going on? Yeah, this afternoon they're going to have a hearing. Remember, in your uh, hometown there, they they had a a case erupt late last year where they found that two people who had worked one is a baggage handler, yeah. I think, and then yes. one for Delta had been smuggling guns that they were able to get in uh, onto an airplane by bypassing security. We're not talking about security for regular airport travelers like right. you and me. We're talking about security measures dealing with airport workers and airline workers who don't have to uh, go through some of the same security, and they obviously have access to some of these areas. And I think lawmakers are somewhat alarmed by that, so they're hauling in uh, the FBI, the de- uh, depart- official from the Department of Homeland Security, as well as the general manager of uh, Atlanta's Big Hartsfield-Jackson Airport to talk about that today, because, you know, you think about it, not only is the security of the airline passenger uh, very much important, but the security measures related to the people who work there and who go behind the scenes as well.
0: Right. well, Very good. Well, I remember seeing a report where here in Atlanta-Hartsfield, the one that you're talking about, they have a new security aspect, and they've got armed guards patrolling the various concourses because of the heightened threats and so forth that are coming from around the country. So we'll see where this one leads us. Well, thanks again, Jamie. See you tomorrow, Herman. You're listening to the Herman Kane Show. Hear Herman Kane anytime on demand at HermanCain.com. Share the experience with friends and tell them to click on Kane 24-7. Republicans in Washington put enough stakes in the ground to build a fence. Coming up, rapid fire on The Herman Cain Show.